previously on follow the leader today we're playing karma by frenzy kitty games for those of you who are new to this game here are the basics karma is a narrative story creation game about people surviving in difficult circumstances where the goal is to tell and partake in amazing stories with your friends it is part theater part storytelling and part role-playing game unlike traditional role-playing games karma focuses on collaborative storytelling rather than having one player function as the game master in Karma, everyone will contribute equally to the telling of the story by acting out scenes and role-playing them with the other players. There is also no winner or loser in Karma. The prize is an amazing dramatic story that you and your friends will remember for a long time to come. We'll also be playing this game with a bit of a twist, using some elements from Mobile Frame Zero Firebrands by Vincent Baker and some of its hacks during play. I want to introduce our playset. Um, yes. As we went to the effort of writing it. Um, yes, please do, Jade. So this uh, playset we've dubbed A World About to Dawn, and it's very sort of inspired by uh, the barricades of Les Mis and other sort of pre-revolution, like the night before the big stand, like very sort of, arguably it's got a little bit of Blackadder Goes Forth kind of energy, just something we're on the cusp of something something that may be earth shattering so and we gotta and if anyone wants to play with this let us know and we'll share the pdf with you or the google drive uh but yeah revolution is in the air um but it's not here yet okay so um the name, the name, the character is Sabriel Cohen. My role is the martyr. The description, the only thing I wrote in description was tired, crungly. Uh, <laughs> Correct. His virtue is generous, but his vice is, is that he is rash. His relationships with Nezemi, it is strained. Cordelia, it is reluctantly cordial. Uh, with Vi, it is secretive. And with Galador, it is romantic, of course. All right. I am once again playing Nezemi Kazel, for fair pronouns, or any, but however you like. And fair role is the strategist in their late 30s. They're on the shorter side with a slim build, has a sharp gaze and fast hands. Long dark hair threaded with silver and a side shave and a scalp tattoo of a flowering vine studded with cybernetic implants. One eye is an entire is entirely an inky black. Their virtue is pragmatic. Their vice is selfish. Relationships. Cordelia is strained and then in brackets uh, romantic. Uh, with Vi is shared secrets. With Galador is respectful. And with Sabriel is reluctantly cordial and in brackets untrusting. I will be playing once more, the last time. Cordelia Waite Smith. The role I picked was the leader. I also wrote, or the skeptic if Sabriel picks leader. So kind of both in the middle of those two. Uh, a description, tall, rangy, dyed black hair showing roots of red, a trusty leather jacket regained and re-equipped. Her virtue is courageous, her vice is vengeful, uh, relationships, Nesemi is strained, parentheses slash romantic, uh, Tavai is devoted, but doesn't know why, Galador is respectful, uh, of, of, of Blade's strength and skill. Uh, if not Blade's priorities. Uh, and Sabriel is reluctantly cordial slash untrusting. I, I am playing aforementioned Vi Dumarsh, no pronouns, Vi only. Vi is Vi. Uh, Vi is uh, the wild card. Uh, no description. Don't, don't try. Um, <laughs> it won't end well for you, Sabriel. Uh, Vi's virtue is game-changing, but Vi's vice is fickle. Uh, relationships, uh, with Nezemi are, uh, the Vi's relationship with Nezemi is shared secrets, uh, with Cordelia is devoted. Vi knows why Vi is devoted. 
can't can't stop, won't stop. Uh, with Galador is reluctantly cordial, and with Sabriel, as proven in the last game, is untrusting. I will be uh, playing Galador Enderwall, uses Blade self pronouns, and Blade's role is the muscle. Blade's kind of looks 40s-ish, average height, but somewhat broad. Eye patch over Blade's right eye, messy dark hair, uh, kind of think Oded Fair, Circa the Mummy, but a little older and a little broader. Also, there's a just like a small thread of white hair at uh, one temple. Blade's virtue is measured, and Blade's vice is vengeful. Uh, Galador's relationship with Nesemi is mutually beneficial. Uh, with Cordelia is strained. Uh, with Vi, reluctantly cordial. And with Sabriel, uh, Blade is devoted slash romantic. I was the other the other direction that it could be is that because Galador doesn't say hello or goodbye. Mm. Nezumi could be like, okay, and so here's some stuff. And then when they look, when Faye looks back up at the communicator, Galador's gone. And so mm. Nezumi could be like, okay, they heard me and then just hung up. Yeah, I like that too. You got a wealth of options. I want to lean into that one uh, because okay. we were just talking about Sabriel. Mm-hmm. And it was asked that, and Nezumi did offer, and the offer was taken up, that Faye do something to kind of help ground Sabriel so they don't lose themselves and things like that and I think what it maybe would have been was we love MacGuffins it's just like okay this amulet you need to forge it like this but there was a missing step cut off at the end Mm -hmm. oh Oh, rip. Oh, no. It's it's effectively like, I like the thought that maybe like the safety's off or something. Ooh. Effectively, like it's, or it's like an open conduit. Instead of an anchor, it becomes something else. We now return to your game already in progress. That's you, Zach. Oh, boy. Okay. So, what was the last thing that happened in the present was... Sabriel's getting bit, getting people out. Probably to come to the safe house where you two currently are. Oh, you don't have much room for people there. Um, it's explicitly very uh, cramped. Well, we don't have anywhere else to go, so... Everyone's going to get real friendly. Well, um... Or the next one along the line, because if you guys can't stay at the bolt hole where you just blew up a device... Yeah. Uh, I think think this is then, um... Trying to think of what it might be. Um... Okay. In that case, let's, let's move, let's, let's move the timeline forward a little bit. People have gotten out. People are safe. And now it's like, what happened? 
So I'll pick, I'll mm. grab from you can check out anytime you like. Investigation. An investigation. Yeah. It's the light of day. Uh, the, it's dim light, uh, filtered through and, and glancing off of tall skyscrapers as we're in a, uh, on a, a city block on the edge of the town where, uh, it looks like a demolition has just gone off. You know, like, like, a, like a, a, a buildings have been torn down. Uh, we don't, we know that something happened to destroy this building to pull it down, an explosion of sorts. And so, Cordelia is there. I guess um, probably Nezemi would be my chosen partner because, like, you know, you're the other smart person. You're the smart person. Hey. I mean... You're busy. It's also. true. Yeah. So I know Gabriel's busy, but I... I, I <laughs> you're not the only other smart person. <laughs> Different types of intelligence, I suppose. Um... This is forensic intelligence. Um, yeah, so so Cordelia, with her arm in a sling, she's got all the most exciting things happen when I'm hurt. You notice that? Maybe that's because you're always getting hurt. Cart, horse, chicken, egg? No, I don't think that applies here. <laughs> Climbs up over some fallen debris. All right, let's establish what stakes we have in the case. What links will we go to in order to find answers? What are we hiding from each other? Uh, during the game, anyone may ask for details of the setting, occasion, and circumstances. Okay. Okay. Uh, oh, and other players may join freely if it makes sense for their characters to be there. Um, we take turns clockwise on the table. On, my, on your turn, pose an investigative question to the person to your right and flip a coin. On heads, their answer should be beneficial, informative, or something you were looking for. On tails, their answer should be vague, unhelpful, or something you were hoping against. Ooh. All right, well, we need to know answers. I think Vi is around, by the way. Cool. Um, well, stakes, like, we need to, like, this is about the revolution, isn't it? Like, the stakes are huge. Yeah. We need to understand oh, yeah. whether this was bad luck, fully targeted. If it was fully targeted, were they after someone in specific? Like, what caused the explosion as well? Like, what are we working against mm -hmm. here? Yeah, like, are they are they aerial bombing us now? Do they figure out where we are and they're just going for it or what? Was it an inside job? Ooh. Oh, yeah. Uh, hey, so what? what is uh, Cordelia hiding from Nezemi? Oh, boy. Um, I think it's that her memories are not quite so wholly blank anymore. She doesn't have them all back. She doesn't even have most of them back. But she doesn't have all of them gone anymore either. Okay, okay. Cool. Fuck mm. all the way off. <laughs> now, what? out of character, because I need to say, because Nezemi has been working on this exact thing. This is... Yes. So, fair. so is it a sign that what Fair is doing, which they, which Fair hasn't told Cordelia about, to be clear, yeah. If it's, like, working. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Cool. Because, like, on one hand, it, like, it could be, oh, I'm not telling you because I know you're you're Watching. searching for this thing and I don't want you to to feel like you're wasting your time. Mm. Or, but it could be also be, like, I'm not telling anybody about this, but actually you're, what you're doing is affecting things. Cool. Dig it. Um, yeah, one one way or another, she's she's keeping it close to the chest. It is like it's like flashes, bits and pieces, yeah. uh, sense memories, um, like almost screenshots of of mm -hmm. of moments. Okay. In my head, let me be clear: it's the latter, because that mm -hmm. feeds in nicely to what Nezemi is keeping from Cordelia, which is that. Whatever forces they're against 
are targeting Nezumi in a specific but indirect way. Because Nezumi's whole thing after what happened in like the library of Nomika is that Faye intrinsically knows law. New laws, old laws, Faye just knows them and is tapped into information lines like the the threads that Galador was talking about. Now Terminus, Imperium, their combined forces know Faye can do, do this. So they've been like writing a bunch of new laws specifically to effectively suffocate what Nezumi can do by information overload, which is why in that opening scene, Faye was having so much trouble tuning in to what Faye was looking for. Effectively, Faye getting boxed in again, like on the sentencer, just in a different way. Mm-hmm. And Faye can't be as connected to everything as that's part of why the the cybernetics are like powered down or working at a lower frequency because otherwise Faye wouldn't be able to function at all. There's just too much coming in. So Faye hasn't mentioned this to anybody, but but specifically that it's being kept from Cordelia for obvious reasons. Okay. Yeah. Also, Vaya's here, I guess. <laughs> oh, okay. Does Vi make... Vi's around. The, the presence felt. It's not possible for Vi to go unnoticed by either of them. Mm-hmm. But Vi is not really talking to either of them either. Cool. Like, you both know that Vi is here. Mm-hmm. But Vi is not talking to gotcha. either of you and is not really making like like not really making presence known all right all right i just want vi to be there yeah. i just think that's good yeah no agreed mm-hmm. okay sure you want to start posing investigative questions sure um yeah so hmm so I assume this is us having gone back to the newly clapped building and looking around. Yeah. We're like picking through the rubble. Yeah. Okay. I guess the easiest thing to do, easiest starting thing, is I snoop around the main scene of the case hoping to find an overlooked piece of evidence or any evidence at all. What do I find? Um, you flip. And then we'll determine if the answer is beneficial or not. Oh, I see. Right, right. I flip a coin. Yeah. Or roll a D2. One is heads, two is tails. Okay, so that's tails. So the answer is vague, unhelpful, or something you are hoping against. I mean, I feel like it's got to have been an inside job, right? Mm -hmm. I think what it is is something that implies the source of detonation was inside the structure not something that came from the outside like you recognize a blast pattern or like like the breaker oh yeah and i was like i checked this before galador and i went out the other night and uh, and had no signs of tampering and now well, that's a sign of tampering. Fantastic. I'm going to dabble in some strange and mystical forces. I'm going to, like, place my hand on the breaker and, like, effectively dial up my cybernetics to get, pull information from it. Because, you know, strange and mystical and science are all very much hand in hand, part and parcel. Um, you'll have to tell me what price I pay or and learn. Give me a sector of the D two. Well, so you actually—it's it, the—it's the—it's the person to your right, which I'm to your left because I went first. Mm. Which is the person to your right is Mac. Cool. Have fun, Mac. What am I, okay? What am I doing? Sorry. Uh, well, I get something oh. positive. Well, helpful. 
but just checking. Yeah, did it. Hey, answer beneficial, informative, or something hoping for. But this is okay. um, what price am I paying, and what do I learn by tapping into this? Um, I mean, it's the breaker, so arguably maybe our Wi-Fi comes through here too. Like the router's got to be in here. Yeah, magic Wi-Fi. So I think. So I think what it is is that like the thing that you get is beneficial, but it's you get so, it, it's it's brief you don't get like the time between the tampering and the explosion was so short that there's not a lot there but mm. you are good enough to draw the correct conclusions right yeah you don't need a lot of information in order to know what happened sick this was not an inside job. I'm not interested in doing inside jobs in the revolu- in this revolution personally. Cool. I don't know about y'all. Yeah. Fair enough. I'm I'm not interested in there being a mole. I don't think that I think that that can be interesting in other stories. I don't think that's interesting in this one. So this was not an inside job. But maybe it was somebody wanting it to look like one. Yes. Yes, it was. And like I said before with the explosion this was targeted, but not to say real. Okay. So it wasn't. It wasn't random. It it was pre-planned, and it was intended to look like an inside job. But there's enough evidence there that you can determine it wasn't. It wasn't one. Cool. Um, what price do I pay? Um, I th- because I think if you'd had a longer flash, like it would have been. Like, it would have hurt you more, but it didn't. Mm-hmm. But there is just, like, you know the ice pick stab when you start getting a, migra- a really bad migraine? Uh, not exactly. I'm fortunate, but I, I understand the sensation that you are describing. Yeah. It's there, and then it fades away again. You're not left with a headache, but mm-hmm. it's like, oh, ow, that really hurt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I think I, like, pull back and just sort of, like rub my like the orbital bone like around there just try to relieve the uh, ghost of the lingering like ow well good news and I explained to Cordelia the situation as I now understand it next investigative question we're at one on one to heads and tails Vi are you are you uh, are you investigating with us even yeah. Um, hold on. Yeah. Let me scroll. Scroll all the way down. Investigation. <laughs> uh, hmm. <laughs> uh, can I fuck around and find out? Yes. Sure. Uh, I sense myself being watched and see a shadowy figure spying on me while I investigate what happens when I give chase. I was gonna do that one about <laughs> you. <laughs> Do you want do you want me to leave that one? You can do it. Yeah, cuz I don't know who could who could be spying on you, to be fair. That's a good point actually. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. That's why I was like, can I fuck around and find out cuz I was like, who could be spying on me? Um, I'll I'll jump. I had another one. So, I fixate my attention on one specific piece of information, detail of the room or object, trying to learn as much as I can from it. What does it have to tell me? Um, we're in the rubble, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm Vaya's a little ways away from the two of you, find looking like studying the central blast zone, just like quietly in a in a in a corner, not in a corner, but you know. So I'm I'm looking to see if there's anything that I can learn from this. Heads is one, tails is two. Yeah, out of two. Okay, and you roll two. Yeah, uh, which is which is bad. Or, or rather, it's something something you wish vague, unhelpful, or something you were hoping against. Okay, I'll say you find the blast zone. Mm. You find the center. You find point zero, or whatever, whatever it's called. Um, I forget what it's called in in an explosion. Um, Ground zero. Ground zero. Yeah, the, the exact pinpoint, which is near. The breaker. The breaker got blasted away, and, and that's where we, what we've been looking at. But you like follow the the trail of the breaker, and you can see the exact place the blast 
originated from and is very not obvious, but like to your eyes, you can see it clearly um, that there are a pair of footprints standing at the exact point because it was not a bomb that went off. Or if it was a bomb, it was not just a bomb because it was also a person. I hate an that. entity mm. that exploded. Great. Thanks. Uh, there's not evidence that the person like exploded and died. It's that yeah. the person gave off this radiation, this wave, mm. which yeah, means yeah, yeah. that they are not the same thing as you, but something that is like on your scale compared to like our like normal human powers. Oh, great. I mean, love that. Imperian have been trying to, with using highly advanced genetics and physically experimental superhumans. So, yeehaw. Yeehaw. Um, If, 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 if folks want to introduce a complication here, which is really difficult to do in an investigation where there's already lots of complications. Fuck. Oh, it doesn't have to be that hard. Yeah, I mean, I no, think... I mean, I'm just like, there's already so many complications happening in this scene. Yeah. I mean, because it can't just be small in the in the grand scheme of things. Like, I read right. the examples in the karma books, just like, man, I wonder if we're all like, swinging for the fences a lot harder than the game writers were imagining with, like, some of the stuff we come up with. Um, listen, listen. I'm not sorry. Fine. It's fine. It's fine. We love it. I'm being told it's fine and we love it. You've got something, Jane? Yeah, sort of. Um, mm. All right. The complication arises from this evidence, um, this thing that Vyas just figured out. The complication Mm. is the presence of this entity, this person, this superhuman on a positive outcome, Vi is able to be rational about it, like stay in the moment and tie it into what they're trying to achieve here. Negative outcome is Vi is, oh, this is all I need to pay attention to right now. Because mm-hmm. I think there's the realization Vi is a creature, question mark, that thrives in shadows. This is pure light and heat. It's the antithesis of what Vi is. That is is exactly what I was was thinking, too. Yes. Hey, hey, Zach. (laughs) Yes. That's your role. It is. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, how about that? Mm -hmm. Looks like someone's fucking stealing my thunder. (laughs) We're telling stories as a team. <laughs> uh, well, it sounds it sounds like oh, it's my role. Yeah, you get to I, roll. You I get you to said, determine. I thought you meant I'm... that's that's my role, like R O L E. Oh, oh no! Like no. like the light the light well, device shadow is Cordelia's role. Uh, yes, I that too. Uh, all right, I'm gonna spend a a a, a pointy poo. To help Vi out, because it's to help Vi out. So you're trying to get an extra die? Sure, if that's what it means. Now, just to clarify, because you uh, can either increase your chances now of a positive outcome, which makes it harder later, yeah. or vice versa. Uh-huh. You can opt to make things worse now, but better for later. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll make things better now. All right, so 3d6. That's Cordelia. Yes. It's a nine. Woo! Good. So. So we can finish our investigation and Vi isn't going to fuck off. Mm-hmm. Uh, which fits in with, um, I <laughs> sense myself being watched and see a shadowy figure spying on me while I investigate. What happens when I give chase? Is this the entity? No, oh. this is Vi. Yeah, this, oh. this is the confrontation, isn't it? This has got to be. You've been avoiding me. I've been since I've been feeling something, and now it's stronger than ever. It's like you see this thing, you look over your 
shoulder at Cordelia. Cordelia feels suddenly this presence observing her and like turns, like does that quick, like, like a dog. Like, yeah. And I even like, I like the idea that like the sun is kind of rising in the sky. It's behind Cordelia. Cordelia is kind of on top of a pile of rubble. So we get this shot over her can over her shoulder with her long shadow stretching out to where the blast zone oh. originates. Yeah. Yeah. And whatever Vi is is like fully enveloped within Cordelia's shadow. So the camera yep. doesn't see. I it. suffer and I love it. Yeah. Fuck's sakes. Okay. You gotta roll the D two to see if this is a helpful or unhelpful thing that happens right now. And then Jade gets to determine the outcome. Yeah, well, because I'll, yeah, I'll be That's the fifth one. question. Hey! That's heads. Bing! Good shit, good shit, good shit. So what, so what happens? Well, in terms of the investigation, I, this is beneficial, informative, or something you are hoping for. So this could just be a conversation where Vi is able to share this information and not freak out and run away or avoid it or continuing avoiding. Oh, you think it's going to be that easy, huh? Oh, I know it's not, but you know what I mean. Um, there's a gentle nudge to um, Cordelia's jaw to look like about two meters to the left. Because if Cordelia's managed to clock Vi, then Cordelia can clock the other presence. Mm -hmm. And she does. The, uh, wait, is the, is the other thing here still? Because I, I had imagined that, that, we, that we had the sign of its passing, but it's not... Oh, it wasn't here, was it? No. But we see, like, we see the, the footprints of, like, oh, there's, like, a there's an exploding man running around. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so Vi nudges Cordelia to see that, then. And Cordelia does see that, and, like, that's bad. But I, the thing that Cordelia is most interested in is Vi. And she says, I know you. Where have you been all my life? the way off is Zachary Fredrickson. <laughs> <laughs> We're not even done with this scene yet. Jade, can you finish the scene so that I can go yell? We have like <laughs> two more questions. We're supposed to ask five. You've got one more. Wait. You've got one more! Alrighty. I've got this drama happening next to me. Ish. Nesmi, I don't think I don't know if Nesmi knows. Uh, what an excellent question. Um, all right, we've established that this is on here. I'm going to effectively question a witness, fishing for any details they remember. Are their memories clear enough? This is really me, like trying to backtrace through communications. Because this mm -hmm. entity knew to go at a certain point, which means there's got to be some kind of communications trail. There's got to be something. So, All right. yeah. Hey, it's beneficial. Oh. This will make Sam hate me, I think. Oh, excellent. I like sink into whatever it is I do or I pull out a device or I tap into something the the cybernetics flare and that while this is like I know you where have you been all my life Nezami is scrubbing through communications and hears a voice they shouldn't be able to hear he hasn't heard this voice in two years and some change and this person shouldn't have been able to do something like this. And their legs give out underneath them. And their cybernetics flare dark. 
as in fair ears and hears the voice of Lane Redwood accepting the order to go. Just like sitting here like oh, yo <laughs> Somebody <laughs> has able to do something with ghosts and like to do this. Somebody also yo. dead but not dead but in a very different way. Yo Motherfucker <laughs> Yikes. Woof. Woof. Ha ha ha. I love this. Oh, but we had more successes than failures. We mm -hmm. had like three heads and two tails. Yeah, so we've got... We Maybe we find scraps of information we're looking for, confirm the comport, uh, and one way or another, the case has a satisfying answer. Maybe not emotionally speaking... Um, but we know this was framed to look like an inside job and that whatever Empyrean have been doing, they're utilizing ghosts as well as everything else. So, okay, here's my question. Mm -hmm. mm. So Vi is a thing that's not quite dead, right? That was like our first, that was like the, in the, the, in, like the beginning of Vi was, was a thing that is. Like, Vi's crime in the Dark Senator was being alive. Uh, question mark. Yes. Yeah. So, this entity that it, that blew up the, the, the safe house. Mm hmm Well, we've got another person who's not quite alive. At least, when last time I saw Lane Redwood, he was removed from his body, mm -hmm. but not dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he had been declared legally and, dead. His body was gone. Yeah, his body was gone. But you and you've just heard communications of Lane agreeing to something. Yeah, recently, like or like actively, like okay, actively. The act, this is like an active communication in this moment. It, no, it's mm. like uh, going back through the files. Like so, this. Okay. If I wasn't out of character to clarify, it was like Lane probably is this entity was given the uh, like okay wait you're tight now do it now blow and like yeah okay okay yeah that because that that was what i was getting at is that we've discovered that this thing this this new being that 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 mm. has these powers this destructive potential is our old buddy lane redwood brought back to something similar to but not quite life and you know what's extra fucked up about uh, Lane being around is that Lane went through the same process that Sabriel did, who is mm -hmm. currently on an open frequency and fair game right now to anything that might be floating around because mm -hmm. the amulet isn't locked down. Uh-huh. Fun times. And Sabriel trusts Lane. Because yeah. Not only did they go through the same process, but they went through it together. I have a name, I think, for the thing that Lane is now. The, like what the Empyrean calls mm -hmm. him. What you got, what you got, what you got? Which is the Pyre White. Ooh. ooh. Uh, every single person on the podcast, ooh. <laughs> so like Pyre as in P-H-P-Y-R-E and then W-I-G-H-T. Yeah. Yes. Spooky. Spooky. Comes back to whites, baby. A like a, a bonfire of an of an entity. This rules. It's all coming together. Yes. And that's and the investigation. We've got another player on the board. Um if we have been the black side of the board, the white side has now gotten their queen. <laughs> this is fine hey mac it's your scene yeah i don't fucking know what to do <laughs> mm. i mean mac you could do a flashback i could do a flashback i could also let vi and cordelia have that conversation please please please, <laughs> please. 
Yeah, that's the thing. And that's one of the reasons why, another reason why I didn't want to um, cut off right now is because I was like, I kind of want the payoff for this. Yes. Sure. There's so many. Where's that game I was just looking at that I thought would be. There's a verbal confrontation from one particular harbor. Oh. Huh. Well, that's, this is, this, yeah, this is about accusations. I don't, I don't know that. Fair enough. Stealing time together is fun. And you don't have I to. I mean, like... we can also, yeah, we can just talk also, like, either one. It's up to you. Uh, I I just don't think uh, Cordelia is all that accusatory. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, no, that's fine. I don't think I Vi isn't. So fair mm-hmm. enough. Is this just like a situation where just like Cordelia just like doesn't let Vi leave? Could be. I mean, I'm uh, I'm quick. I'm quick as a whip, and 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 good at maneuvering through elder uh, urban environments. So if if you're like if you try to run away, it could just be that you can't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, hey, I've been feeling I've been feeling something ever since I got here, and I think I know what it is now. <laughs> hey, Nesmi, are you still here? I do not have to be. I, it's up to you. I don't. <laughs> Let me put it this way. Would Vi want him present? Uh, it, it might help. Then, yes. I mean, I did just point out, Nesby did just collapse. Yes. Oh, you collapsed? I'm sorry. Yeah, like legs went out fully, hit the deck. Yeah. Nezumi collapsed, which was one of the things that I was thinking, like, Vi could scoot in the distraction and then come back later. Mm-hmm. Uh, I suppose that's up uh, up to you. Um... Yeah, I think that has to be the way that it is. Vi is like, the jig is up. Like, I can't, like... So is this... Vi's gonna... Vi's sure gonna try, but... What if this is, like, back at the Second safe house. Yeah, it, it could be could be Nezabi collapses, uh um Cordelia lets Vi go at the moment and says, Hey, this isn't over. Uh and then carries Nesmi back to the safe house. At yeah. which point Vi like a manifest to like check on Nesmi, and then yes. we do like a ch- we like ch- I chase you and are like, Hey, no, no, don't run away. Mm. Stop it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Cordelia would definitely notice that Nesmi is thinner than Faye used to be. And Faye weren't chunky before. Like this is like getting unhealthy underweight. So this yeah. this thing that like Nesmi's trying not to talk about is having a physical toll. Yes. So I will be here in the scene as needed, but like I can wake up and whatever. My presence is there as needed. Yeah, your presence is 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 yeah. So so Cordelia's like, hey, no, don't do that. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And Vi just like kind of sighs and stops. Uh, yeah, and she said she said before like, "Hey, I've been feeling a presence ever since I got here, and I think it's you." What's good? <laughs> You've been following me. You've been watching me. Why? Who are you? Well, if that ain't just heart out of character, if that ain't just heartbreaking. Well, Nezumi did when we felt that weird presence in the kitchen. It said, "That's Vi," which, to be fair, I know Cordelia had no context for, but does have a name at least. Uh, what was it? What has a name? Like, Vi. yeah, Nezumi referred to Vi by name, and now, like, I can see Cordelia being savvy enough. So, I was like, who I was just like, are you Vi? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, she could ask that. Uh, but she, I think also, I think, I think she doesn't partic- specifically so that Vi can say, Vi can answer in Vi's own words. Fair, yeah. I. <sighs> Once I was nothing more than a shadow. I still am. On some level. Yeah, okay. Uh that's evident. Uh, we we turned like um like the uh 
the this the bedside lamp that is next to Nezumi's like where Nezumi is like laying down has got its shade askew and so it's shining a spotlight on Cordelia's back and throwing this huge shadow on the side of the wall. Yeah. Uh, and Cordelia is just facing and just looking into the darkness and not seeing Vi, but is not looking away in the way, in the way that like other people have or have to. Like even if she's not seeing Vi, she's like looking at Vi. Yeah. No, I understand. Who are you to me? A long, long time ago. I think I was your imaginary friend. Hard to imagine me having an imaginary anything. That's certainly what you thought at the time. You were a child. It was just like, like quick, like, um, almost like overlay, um, filmy, like, uh, another shot overlay of, of Cordelia as a kid, you know, looking at the same, in the same direction of the same thing with the, with the, the light on her back. It like kind of like, um, dissolves over and then off of the current scene. Mm-hmm. I would like to introduce a complication and feel free to veto this, Zach. Mm-hmm. But um, I think it might be interesting if, at this point, on a positive, Cordelia regains uh, more of her memory, and it's something that she can handle in the moment. Like, it washes over her, and she understands what's going on, but, you know, she's able to, to stay cognizant of the current events. But if it's negative she gets overwhelmed and like in the terms of Pacific Rim, maybe chases the rabbit. Mm-hmm. But again, you can veto this if you want. That's just something that might be interesting. I, I, I just, uh, slightly worry about complications that could potentially prematurely end the scene. Um, what do you think? Mac? I mean, I was going to skew it positive. So, uh, oh yeah, this is your turn. Mm-hmm. And I have the points to spare because I took a well, I would do it anyway, but I took a negative earlier. So I can just I can just move back to the neutral zone. Oh. And oh <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> That's fine. And uh roll an eleven. That's pretty good, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's nice. really good. So Cordelia gains a bit of her memory back, and it's something that she can she can handle. I think Cordelia, um, like her forehead, her brows kind of knit a little bit as like something kind of clicks. She says, um, you must be getting tired, Warden. There's nothing in that cell. But that's, that's not true. It's, it was a joke then, and even before that. And then Cordelia just holds out a hand to the darkness. I think I've been missing something. I think that it's been you. Well, light can't do very much without her shadow. And Vi takes Cordelia's hand. And it's a hand. Mm -hmm. Do we see it? What does it look like? Um, Darker skin. I think it's smaller than you expected it to be. Not that you really expected anything, but like, you see it and you go, huh, that's not... Like dainty? What? Not dainty, just smaller. Mm-hmm. Vi feels large. Sure. And it's that's a that's a person sized hand. A smaller than average, but not like not dainty by any stretch of the imagination. Sure. 
Uh, and I think Cordelia smiles. And there's like a little glint, even with the light to her back. And she says, well, let's see what we can do together then. And she makes this motion. And we don't see like the end of it, but it's like the motion of like pulling Vi close. And uh, she fades into shadow. Mm-hmm. So the camera doesn't see. The camera just falls black. Cool. Good shit, y'all. Nice. Rad. Awesome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> August, you're up. All right. Um, I kind of want to do a chase. Mm. But I don't know. I don't know what I would do with it. So I may, I may save that for later. Um, Does Galador know what's going on with Sabriel right now? No, I don't think so. So, I think I should probably catch up with Sabriel. Yeah, probably. But at the same time, at the same time, I don't know. Yeah, let's catch up with Sabriel um, and end this on uh, some reunions. Hell yeah. Stealing time. Stealing time. (laughs) (laughs) Who the fuck said that? Weird interference. I have no idea. Oh my microphone! I've mm. <laughs> yeah. Let's let's do stealing time together. I think this is this is one of those things. You know, Sabriel's expended so much energy and is and and stop me if I'm like overstepping, Sam. But like Sabriel is somewhere like secluded, trying to regain. Uh, regain their composure and just uh, cope with the losses. Recuperate. Yeah. Yeah. You know, somewhere secluded, somewhere away. This is big, like, sitting at the end of an alleyway next to the safe house, both hands or both arms over his face, leaning up against the bricks, just. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And that's where Galador finds him. And so uh, for stealing time together from the OG Firebrands, uh, only you and your chosen partner play. I think we already covered how we uh, came to be stealing time together. I think we've covered what I notice about Sabriel. Mm-hmm. But what Sabriel notices about Galador I don't think Galador got out of that that skirmish unscathed. There's probably some some sort of minor wounds, but nothing nothing so grand as getting shot. So that is fair. And uh during the liaison, anyone can ask anyone for details about the location and circumstances. And uh, we converse as we like naturally, and during the conversation, either of us may, whenever we like, begin an exchange by making an advance. So, yeah. Yeah. I think um, as soon as Galador arrives, Sabriel can kind of sense them and just sort of looks up and goes, safe. And of course, notices the wounds and pulls just the smallest, you know, reaches out with a hand, doesn't try to get up, is reaching out, like, come closer to here so that I can, you know. Um, I touch your hand. May I? You may. I turn your hand over and see a wound and I pull forth the barest thread of magic and pull it into the wound, sealing it up. This is a new this is a new skill. This is something that Sabriel has been practicing quietly in secret because with the amount of power that he has it's dangerous for him to go mucking around in other people's bodies. But he's trying to learn. I think maybe like since he's mucking around in Galador's body, he can kind of like sense Galador's surprise and Blade's worry and just like the come down from the adrenaline rush of the fight and trying to help uh, Cordelia and all the stuff that's happened. Yeah. And I think, you know, because 
Sabriel's also, you know, because Sabriel's mucking around, I think that Galador can also feel, sense much of a similar vibe, uh, you know, dealing with pulling bodies out of the wreckage and the adrenaline of giving yourself over to the power that exists within you when you typically keep it controlled. I think Galador takes Blade's hands back and and like breaks the connection and is just like don't you don't need to do that i'm fine but you anyone with eyes can see that you've overexerted yourself well what use is this uh looks at his own hands wellspring within me if not to do good Sort of gives this extremely tired smile and, you know, pats the ground next to him. And I sit down and I touch your wrist. May I? You may. And I take your wrist and I just kind of like hold it in one hand and and just say, you're more good to people if you're not a husk. Save your strength. You're more good to me if you're not a husk. Hmm. I uh, I lean sideways slightly, resting my head on your shoulder. May I? You may. Hmm. Well, I'm not quite a husk yet. I've still got <sighs> still got more enough in me for one last fight. The silence is in character. Hmm. I touch your cheek, may I? You may. <laughs> I I turned I turned to look at you, opening my eyes again. Like, hmm? Assuming this is a, a way to try to get my attention. I know there's one last fight, but I need you to be able to survive it. I'll do as well as I can. I can't promise, but I'll try. That's the most I can ask for. Anything. You could ask for anything. There's so much more you could ask. But you won't. It's not my place. I'm fine with whatever you want to give. I, I so the only thing I can think to do is I not only touch but kiss you as above. May I? You may. Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry about my audio spiking there. Um, <laughs> Jade, what were you going to say? Um, damn it, Sam. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> also, we should throw a complication. Probably. In there <laughs> yeah. I'm working on it. <sighs> it's in the dock as a suggestion under plot threads. Shit. That is good. Okay, uh, fuck, yeah, yeah, fuck it, let's do it. Okay, um. We said we needed a good beat to end the recording. We need a good beat to end the recording on. Um. This is my suggestion of the complication as well, to be clear, because this is for August, right? Oh, no. All right, you know what? Go for it. Suggest the complication. Let's go. No, no, no. I, I've given it to you. Fuck you. You can just do it. All right, cool. Um, I, uh. I reach into a... What? Hmm? What's the complication? You're going to find out. You're going to find out. Hold on. Okay. Um, I I reach into... I reach into my, like, tatted, tattered robes and pull out a box and go... Well. Oh, my not God! Not exactly <laughs> the time and place for it, but... Flip it open. There's a ring inside. It's yours if you'll have it. Here's the complication, August. <laughs> what's a what's a positive and a negative look like here? Mm, what a good question. Uh, it could be like positive is like Galador can can provide an answer. Yeah, can conceive of an answer mm. like as like a as like a as like a, an equal partner. 
And then the negative could be like, well, you're devoted. You're a blade. You're you're a weapon. Like you couldn't even conceive of that. Yeah, like that. Those comments from the fight that Cordelia fought back against so hard, ringing in Blade's ears. Oh man. Like it's what the oh, neg- like, the positive outcome is, and this is regardless of whether or not you accept the engagement offer. To be clear, but it's like it's the positive or negative is how this makes Galador feel about Blade's relationship with Sabriel, and how that carries through into the revolution. Oh man. <laughs> Oh man! Right? Oh man! That's, exa- that's exactly how I felt in the moment that she messaged me. I was like, "Oh fuck! Oh, this is such a good story, V, but it's gonna hurt so good." Yeah, I mean, regardless, uh, when Nezumi sees this ring, they're gonna freak out. Yeah. Either way. Yeah, I was gonna say this is this is Nezumi's ring, huh? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Sabriel found this, I think. Uh, could have been in a pawn shop, could have been anywhere. Yeah. Nezumi pawned this ring a long time ago. Oh, good. Yeah, Faye were going to propose with it. I was going to say, mm. Sam might not know this, because Sam mm. didn't hear the arc. Um, out, Feel free to cut this, August, uh, while you think of an answer. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, we saw in a flashback during... Um, and we shall shatter temples. Um, Nezumi was going to propose to Cordelia. Oh my god, that's so juicy. We don't know what happened, because all we saw was the aftermath of an upset and pissed off Nezumi just going to a pawn shop with it. Whether Faye proposed and Cordelia said no, or whether something happened and Nezumi decided just not to do it, we don't know. It's not established, so but Nezumi felt shitty enough about it just to, fine, I'll get my money back from it. Uh, like, there's a reason, like, Nezumi and Cordelia were exes uh, with mm-hmm. a lot of affection still uh, when we started off in Sentencer. Because so Zach lo- loves to throw a curveball at me, and I <laughs> like to try and catch it without breaking my fingers in the process. I feel that's an apt comparison. It's really, really good. Yeah, no, I mean, like, the moment I saw that in the, like, in the thing, I was like, Mm. oh, that's really good. I don't know how it would happen, but I do love it. And, like, this is a good way for it to happen. So I know what my answer is. August has been sneaky rolling. Fuck, yeah. (laughs) I got a negative three. Oh, my God, no! So I think what happens is Galador looks at the ring and then looks at Sabriel and says, You can't put a ring on a sword. But Blade takes the ring and holds it in Blade's hand and says, But I will try to become the kind of creature that you can put a ring on once this is done. August, you fucking romantic. Sabriel just sort of lets out a long sigh and leans his head back against Blade's shoulder. Says, I think I can work with that. that scene and that scene (laughs) that hurts so much oh my god i love it (sighs) and uh just for the record because i don't know if we'll get the chance to see it on screen but galador is going to find a chain to put the ring on to wear around blade's neck such that nezumi would be able to see it excellent yes good it's great good
Hi, it's August, and I just wanted to thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed us, please consider leaving a rating on your podcast platform of choice, telling your friends about us, or tweeting about us using the FTLcast hashtag. We are also part of a nonprofit podcasting guild called Standing Stones Productions. We do a variety of shows, including The Room Where It Happened and Dumb Kids Playing Hero, two actual play shows, and a Steven Universe discussion podcast called Gay Space Rocks. We also do live streams at twitch.tv slash standingstonesprod. You can keep up with everything that we do on Twitter at stones underscore standing. Unfortunately, Standing Stones was already taken. Your support means a lot. Thanks again!